What's going on, Knicks fans? I'm your host, Apollo Reed. I'm here with my brother, Andre Jalil, my cousin, Rick the Ruler. Welcome to the Guard Up Knicks podcast. Here's Dennis Smith Jr. driving. That's what he does. Drives and drives. Inside for Lopez. Lost by Knox. Here's Smith Jr. up with the left hand. And in. Rising and surprising him with the block shot. Smith Jr. dishing off. Kevin Knox. Wide open. Knox throws it up. And Robinson with the left. This is our take on everything Knicks on and off the court. We're mostly about the eye test, not too much about the numbers, but as we all know, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. This is episode six, part one. Let's get into it. Yo, what's good, y'all? What's up, hey, man? Hey, man. Chilling, chilling. Feel me, feel me. Feel me. Yeah, Wait yeah. for this podcast, yeah, I feel man. good today, huh? We got, we got another win? We got a double right here. It's not just any win, though. It's a home win. It's a home win. Something we ain't do we, since we 2018. Snapped, we snapped the longest Jeez. home losing streak ever in franchise history. Yeah. That's that's scary. Yeah, that almost happened. Me. <laughs> yeah, it was getting there. It was getting there. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was that was uh, something that I I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Watching that game <clears throat> and then hearing them say that it just didn't sound right. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, oh, this is the first time the Knicks have won a home game since, since December first. First, I'm like, dang, what? These yeah, people kept coming to these games. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what yeah. I'm confused about. But and yeah. he mentioned that in the, in the post game, he was just like, yo, you know, they they kept coming out supporting. You know, it's the least we could do, give them a win. Yeah, yeah, it, absolutely. And that's the. It, it almost seemed like they could just do it off of, off of, you know what I'm saying? Just like off a whim, like, yo, all right, let's look open this game. You know what I mean? Like, it, it seemed like that for some yeah. reason. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. I have the, I have a, a sneaky submission. A, a, a suspicion. Suspicion. Jeez, <laughs> even starting it off. Sneaky <laughs> suspicion that um, they, I feel like they have, they have, the the key and the plays and everything to win games, but for some reason we just not doing it. I don't know why. I don't want to say it's the tanking thing. I don't really believe in the tanking that much. I think that is bad for morale. As as much as people believe in losing to get these guys, I don't think the teams that are actually losing, like Philly, I even when Philly did it, I think they saw how toxic it could be for the environment. You know what I'm saying? Um they also didn't draft pretty well when they did it, so I don't trust the process didn't really work that great. They just really got lucky. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I don't think there's anybody who can actually coach a team to lose and just go to sleep with that on their conscience. I don't think that's right. right. That's, it's, that's, it's very that's always been that that's always been that thing for me, but like this, like they lose on but like the coach is just like not calling plays that he could have known, like that's kind of that sucks. Right. You know. Right. Something, something, I don't know. But I enjoyed that game. Um, we played, That game was, that was fun. But we that played was the one, San Antonio, my back ahead. I'm sorry, but that was one of those things we talked about when we first started talking about this trade. And we were saying how exciting basketball would be when you have somebody like DeAndre Jordan who didn't play last night. But right. Mitchell Robinson, first of all, Mitchell, yo, let's clap it up for Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, we got to give it up for Mitch. Money making coming into his own. Listen, and his, one of the things I like about the game, you know, the alley-oops and how he's that guy. So now he's like the Clint Capella 
yeah. of the Knicks. He's like the he's like the young DeAndre Jordan, yeah. the young athletic spring in his step. I never want to let them see them let him go because that boy he doesn't really have an offensive game yet. He doesn't have the weapons yet. He's but if you throw an alley oops, yeah. that just makes yeah, yeah. You know how many assists he that finds gets? it. Yeah, yeah Man. and he could go up there and get it. You know what's yeah. what stands out to me, which probably doesn't stand out so much up to, to many other people. Watching his development in his free throw shooting, which says a lot about how good of a shooter he actually can be. Um, I've 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 saw seen footage of him before the season even started where he was putting up shots, shooting three pointers and stuff. Like he has a shot in his game, but I don't think it's NBA ready. You know what I mean? Um, I think he actually has – I think they just really want him to focus on being an NBA big. You know what I mean? Um, um, rim rolling after the pick. Um, yep. You know, playing the right defense, not necessarily looking to do too much with the ball in your hand. Right. Um, and I, and he's yeah, – man, from the beginning of the season, bro, I've never seen – someone grow into the potential we thought they were going to grow into as fast as he did. Yeah. Yo, he, he came out. It, it was very Joshua, fast. It very immediately, fast. when I saw him the first few games, I said, Josh, this kid is special. I, I feel like he's going to be an all, all, all defensive player. Mm-hmm. He's going to be an all-star. And right now, like, the, I don't know, what was his, do, do we have the stats? What was his numbers last night? He because had 10, he, 15, 14, and I think five. Uh, 15, 14, and five blocks, dude. Bro. I mean, you and, and he could easily get 20-something points. And easily. if he gets a couple, if he gets a couple weapons in this arsenal where he's backing down in that post, yeah, he yeah. does some Hakeem Olajuwon's, a couple here there. Yeah. That boy is gonna be nice. And like you said, if his jump shot gets to that point, he's NBA ready. He could be like another Anthony Davis. Well, that's he could. He could that's kind of what I was saying. One thing that I've noticed is his, his free throw shooting. And they can know, they always tell you watching a player at the free throw line, their shooting stroke at the free throw line can tell you how good of a shooter they'll be, especially yeah, right. with a three-point shooter. And right. you can see his shot. I don't know if you've noticed, his free throw shot looks so much better. I mean, clean. It doesn't have that hitch as much as right. it did. He looks like he's been working on his free throws. And this is the kind of thing that bothers me when I see someone that's this young been in the league for five months and you're already and his, seeing his this jump big shot of a is difference. already nice. Yeah, right. His free throw shot. That's somebody who good. wants to be great. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's 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 why I love it so much. Cause like like Dre was the first person to go all in on Mitchell Robinson. Nah, I I, that, give that's you that. my that's I my give you that. yeah, from the off the rip. I said, yo. This kid, first of all, I, you know what I think? I, I think we're going to – let me transition this because I know we, we said we were going to start with this. But Mitchell Robinson is going to be that player that 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 Kristaps Porzingis probably won't be. You know what I mean? He probably would have never been because he actually plays defense. Right. And I, wanna, I want to I well, transition. Well, he's a better defender. He's he, a better, he did play defense. He did play D. I got to played. You know, he had the – because he had the height, he had the length. Right, and that right. was the thing to get in that paint and all of that. But I don't remember him jumping around, blocking shots when people were shooting threes. I don't nope. remember him right. getting a whole lot of alley oops like that. Like that nope. wasn't his game. He, he was, was trying as athletic as I, I thought he was. I, I think Robinson cares more about defense, where right. um, Porzingis cares more about offense. So. I think yeah, he, he's more athletic anyway. Like you know, mm-hmm. one of the things that uh, about Porzingis, he's European. The European players, he had the just, European yeah. style and just like the. You know, the ginger foot kind of a thing. Like, you know, like I always feel like the, the European players have like that little 
I don't know. I'm calling it the ginger foot right now because that's what it, <laughs> that's what it looks like. You know, like they have like a different kind of step, and he didn't have his body together yet, and neither does does Mitchell Robinson. But when he comes into his body, and he gets that together, and he gets that strength, that kid is gonna be yeah. a big problem. Yeah, in this he's league. gonna be a huge problem, he's and I, you can kind of see the weight settling in on him already. You know, I, it's it's weird. Like I, one thing I did notice. When he first started, is he looked like a twig, you know what yeah, I mean? Very lanky, he and, very lanky yeah. and, and slim, and, and and just just long, but not really built. Now you could even see it in his is just his calf muscles. You know what I'm saying? He just looks like yeah, he's, 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 he's on weight, working right, just, yeah. right. And, and, and that's that's what this game does because you know he got injured before, and I think they're working on his strengthening and, and, and so his conditioning, his strength. And so when he's working on his jump shot, that kid is going to be special. He's going to be what Porzingis was supposed to be. And I think he could be better in, in some ways. He may not be the shooter that Porzingis was, which I think was the exciting thing that you could have somebody stretch the floor and shoot the three. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes he was kind of streaky with that also. But but speaking of Porzingis, isn't this the guy who said, what, what was it, uh, allegedly that he didn't want to play with uh, uh, KD? That was part of the reason? Supposedly... Zach Lowe came out and he said uh, that Snake Zingas wasn't hyped to play with <laughs> Kevin Durant. And it, it's something that really it probably wasn't in his plans. He's not sure if he voiced that to the Knicks front office or not. And to me, I really hope that that isn't true, even though KP's already gone. But I hope it's not true because it just makes him look even worse. Like, why would you not want to play with a star? Here's the thing, because didn't uh, didn't uh, KD come out saying that he's the unicorn? Isn't he? Yeah, the he's unicorn the one that gave him the yeah, nickname. Absolutely. So he was basically for if let's say he comes that he comes to New York, he's foreshadowing that he wouldn't mind playing with this kid. Yeah. And you know, one of the things that I I feel like I, I hope it isn't true, but I feel like if it is, I feel like his brothers is putting the stuff in his head. Like, no, you want to be that guy. Of course. And, 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 of course. And and they one of the one of the last Europeans the Knicks tried to make the guy. Was uh, uh 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 what's what's the Italian kid uh, that we had that was supposed to be a three point specialist? He plays for the Clippers now, and we had D'Antoni. Oh, oh um, um um wow why why am I not the guy like, the guy he, what's his the name the three point what's his name with the uh the face ah. the guy with the face <laughs> yeah he always had the he always had the little doofy um, look on his face right he always had the Danilo Gallinari. Uh, the, the Gallinari, Gallinari, because yeah. so, they were trying to make him like the face of the franchise, and they were. It wasn't right. Were they really I, trying to do that? That's why I had no idea who y'all were talking about. They trying to make him the face of the franchise. That, that's what that's what D'Antoni was trying to do, and that's what Carmelo wasn't wasn't with that. It was just it was like a bunch of it was like a bunch of different things. He was trying to make him the guy. But he played for like what a season and a half. Nah, no, I think he played thing. a little bit. This longer, is my man. thing. I'm sorry. I know we gave up a whole lot for Melo, which was completely mm-hmm. unnecessary. But those mm-hmm. guys' careers didn't pan out to where we really lost anything. Right. Most it's of the not time like, but that the, but Mello, the, if you talk but, about the but, time that Melo was there, and that was up until what twenty sixteen, I'm guessing twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. Uh, at that point, between the time that they left and twenty seventeen especially uh, Wilson Chandler and Gallinari, they were mostly injured. 
Those all of those. Yes, years. Gallinari got injured a, a bunch of times. But here's my thing: when it comes to, because I wouldn't say that the franchise is really. This is what D'Antoni was trying to push. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Before we had a, a, a big group of guys, it was you know a, a formidable team. He was trying to make him the guy, right? <clears throat> you know what I mean? And and then you know, like you said, how his his career panned out. But the thing that what I'm saying is not that he was trying to be that guy. But when you look at Paul Zingas come out talk about he didn't want to, who were you to say you don't want to play with with anyone? Right. You, you know, like you didn't accomplish anything. You got you a nice little injury, and that's where you are with it. Now. And that's what that's what the general consensus on Porzingis is starting to be, is that you know usually a story would come out where there's some site some some type of siding with Porzingis. So we're like, oh, well, maybe maybe it wasn't all for us. Everything I've been hearing has been pointed towards how Porzingis did not want to be there. How Snake Zingas didn't want to be yeah. there. And that's, and, that, and that's what I, we were saying before when he was first traded and how we were saying we were never really that excited about him. You know, saying he didn't want to bang in the paint. Yeah, but and, now we and, hear he and this is what I mean. We've been saying this for years. Like the, the whole, the, the, uh, the thing with his blood and him not being able to play more than 50 something games per year. Yeah, like come on, dude. Like 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 go play for Dallas with that. Yeah, and and <laughs> it's, that's what I'm saying. It, and then like I said, before the trade, the night before the trade, I'm watching a game. He's dapping this guy up at halftime. I'm looking at it like why does that look weird to me? Then the first thing you tweet out after the trade was that very moment. So I'm just like, see, I don't, why does this, he's very fucking, he, he's, this guy's messy, yo. You know what I mean? That was very messy of him. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad, I'm glad he's doing that because I, I am really, I'm really, like I said, we were excited about the trade. We were. I, I don't know if the listeners. Not a lot, of else, not a lot yeah, we had to defend ourselves a lot. Yeah, Whatever. yeah, but, we'll and, right. and, and I, I do feel like at this, at the point where it's going it, to, it'll get to the point where people are like, see, yeah, whether it be a, another injury or whether he doesn't pan out yeah. or whatever the case, mm-hmm. because I feel like they're going to feature him really nice in Dallas. Yeah. But they're like I put said, the right pieces they're, they're, around him. Yeah. Yeah. But they're never going to win. Yeah. In the West. They're, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? So he had a better shot in, 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 in the East. Yeah. And so I just, like I said, Mitchell Robinson, I'm really excited if, Barring injuries, I think that he has a very bright future and a super high ceiling if he continues to learn from DeAndre. And it seems like he's already picked him up, picked picked up some things from him, some tips, and he's going up and getting yo, and he's going up high for some of these. Yo, first of all. Unnaturally. That boy is finishing of- these joints. It's looking like he wouldn't finish them. Right. Yo, and he's finishing. Yeah. He's going up there. And I mean, one of the one of the dunks I saw last week or the week before. He went up and caught it so high that he damn near threw his whole forearm in the rim. <laughs> right. So I'm like, yo, well, what is, what do we do? And this is what I asked Dre earlier. Rick, I'm going to ask you the same question. If, if we had the chance to somehow get Anthony Davis here with KD and Kyrie or any other top point guard you would like to name, Dane, Kemba, whatever, if we could get, AD and one of the pieces, because it would be more than one that they would be asking for. One of the pieces that they asked us for was Mitchell Robinson. Would you make that trade? No. At this point. Exactly. 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 If if they asked me in December, I probably would have said yes because he the potential was always there. No, I'd have never said. I'd have never. Said you would have yes. never said yes. I know that for no. Sure. But I mean, no. the potential was there, but I didn't see it yet. 
You know what I mean? Uh, out of but, Knox, Trier, and Robinson, the three of them, I've always liked Robinson. Like, Trier still had to prove himself to me. Knox still had to prove himself. But Robinson, I, I've always liked. And I, I would have held on to him the entire time until, you know. Now, well, Mitchell Robinson is that dude right there that when you – he's that penny stock. He's that penny stock you buy, you have a strong conviction, and it turns out to be a, a, a mega, a, a ten-timer, a ten-bagger. Because that dude is like that kid that nobody, yeah, the, the, no, they weren't checking for him on the radar. Now you see him; he's blocking shots at the three well, that, line. He's closing that, on that's dudes. That's one way to solidify finishing at the rim. In anybody's heart is by playing defense. Yeah, right. But it's not just that. Like you see these alley oops and how he's because he's turning into that player now. Like you look at Clint Capella; he's not necessarily dangerous, like for for creating shots for himself. Right, but, but he's, he's there he's, when he's, he's there. He's getting point. He's getting double doubles every night. Right, you know what I mean. And he's get sometimes you might get like five, you might get like five blocks out of the guy. You might get three in a, in a night, and those could be some big blocks. And what doesn't show up on the stat sheet that Mitchell Robinson got? If you watch this game against San Antonio, he was changing everybody's yeah, shot when they yeah. saw him coming. Yep. Yeah, and he was everybody. changing everybody. Forbes, shot. he was changing his shot. Forbes, Rudy Gay, yeah, he changed Demar Derozan. Yeah, everybody shot Demar. He changed their shot. He, yo, he was he changing was, everybody. He was blocking to... shots, so they had to. They yeah. had no choice. Yo, he, yeah, and he wasn't and just that was blocking layups. It was jump shots. Yeah, jump shots. He's blocking jump. And the thing is, he got that kind of body where he's that dude when we were kids, and he flinched like he's going to punch you, and you would duck because you know that he's he's really going to go for yeah, it. Right. Like so when really, you see his really body good. move, right. like he's closing, you he's, I can you saw the game. He changed everybody's mind at one point or another mm -hmm. during that game. Some, you yeah. saw him a few times. There was a play. I forget who it was. Hit him with a, a fake, right? He jumped. He pulled it back. He shot it, and, and he still Robinson got the block. Still blocked him. Yeah, that was right. Bellinelli. And I was just like, that's why they have to, yo. Because right. what he's because learned now, how to do on that play, what the reason why he was able to complete that play and not foul him he could, he, was because... Yeah. Reach over the top of him. Well, not he's even that. Long. He's learning how to jump yeah. straight up instead and of he, jumping towards right. the, the shooter. control of the body, yeah. He does not need to jump towards your seven foot He wasn't one, doing that before. All the length that's in the right. world. You have the, the most extreme athleticism. You can block jump shots by jumping straight up. Yeah. This kid is learning fast. You know what I mean? You got to pick that up. And I'm sure he's they, – they see the times he picks up the most fouls. And that's when someone's driving into him, and then they just pick up for the lip because they know he's going to foul him on the body. He has right. been adept at keeping his hands up and just blocking it at the last moment. And it looks amazing every single time because he looks like a veteran. This guy is someone who played zero college minutes. Mm. Yo, zero. Zero college minutes. Zero. I'm, I'm excited for that kid because to see him switch, everybody was out there like, yeah, I'm about to shoot this 15-footer. And then he got that little – he dropped his shoulders like he about to come and get it. Yeah. And it's just like – because it causes people to do double dribbles because now they thinking. Yeah. Instead of playing. And, like, they about to take that shot. They travel. They double – you know, and yep. it's just like – Throwing wow, the ball back out. To the yeah, they scared, and then that's another steal that's a turnover. Or something. Yes. Yep. Yes. And that's yes. how Dennis that's Smith gets a lot of his. Yo, all right. Uh, let's let's all right. Let's clap, let's, let's clap it up for Dennis Smith. Let's let's clap it up for Dennis Smith. My, Smith. my man, yo, he makes it yo, so exciting right to, to, to watch to watch, to watch the Knicks again, man, because he does these things every night. Is something you gotta, and that's the thing about the Knicks is that we want excitement. 
Yes. He's the kind of guy where you can't miss a play. You it's cannot miss a play. You know if I mean? we lost that game last night, it was still exciting to watch because yeah. of, of, of his play. You know what I saw? This is the first time I heard you, you mention this before. I don't know who it was that compared him, but this was the first time I really saw the whole Westbrook comparison. Yeah, I've been saying that the since, way, since college. Yep. Yeah. The way he rushed up, he was scored. We had 20 seconds still left on the clock. He scored already. Yep. Running coast to coast. Like, you know, off, of, off the other team's miss, and he's running back. And scoring, splitting the defense, going to the basket, coast to coast. And I'm like, yo, he just – and that's how we were – last night against San Antonio, we never lost the lead after the second quarter. Never lost mm. the lead. And, and it seemed like when he was going, he was just like well, – he was like, right, I'm going to keep – what's that? What's up? If he reminds us of Westbrook – is that not a is that a good thing? If well, Durant not, not that in? he not that he well they played well together, but that's not not to say that he plays exactly like him. It's just there's something about play it. Style, play style, play yeah, style. The want, fact that he pushes it. No, no, no. I I, I think that yeah. Because well, what the all right. Well, let me just say what I saw because Westbrook is not a great shooter, but when he runs the floor and he's scoring and you putting pressure on the defense because what I did see what I love about him is he gets to this. He gets to the free throw line. He's still not the greatest free throw shooter. He gets it to the free like throw every line. Time right, yeah. He get, yeah, he gets to the free throw line a lot. And a lot of times that's that's great for us. Yeah. Because a lot of times, like when you have like, you know, Frank Nilakina and he's scared to go to the basket, like this kid just got that bull mentality. Mm-hmm. He puts his head down. You see the steam coming out of his nose. He just running. Yeah. And he can get into the basket. And he's finishing. Yeah. Like he's yeah. getting to the basket and he's finishing and he's doing it fast and he's scoring. The team gets back because, like, like you said, we talked about it earlier. The other team, they can't get rest. Right. You know how, like, you score and it's like, all right, you rest on defense a little bit. Nah, he putting pressure. Yeah. Just when you thought y'all had like a little second to rest, he pushing it on He's you. Right now there. you got to go back mm-hmm. and create. And I love that. And yo, who was that? He almost flushed it on. Did you see that dude? Was it uh, David Bertans or no? Uh... It was one of those dudes that nobody knows about. No, but... it might have been Portal. The guy from that they traded over there with with um DeRozan, who knows? Yeah, it was that the white dude. dude. The big white. <laughs> he would have been uh, yo. I am so upset he missed that dunk. There was another dunk that was missed. I think uh, Kevin Knox uh, 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 tried to dunk on this yeah. guy. I'm ooh, like, why ooh, are they trying oh. to kill these guys? <laughs> yeah, yo, trying to if Dennis kill Smith everybody. Jr. finishes that, but that's what I want every night. Yeah, get up there and flush it on these dudes, man. Because that's like that right there is the same exact. Thing we were talking about when we, we talked about uh, uh, Nelikina not doing that because we're not expecting him to do that. But the way he's jumping up, and it looks like a video game the way he getting them, he's getting up there and he's cocking it back. Yeah, like oh, I'm gonna kill you. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. right there is that's just what New York needs. Yeah. that's that that's that that's that John Starks type of uh like you know we gonna get you on this one. And that's that makes me afraid of them trying to go out and getting another point guard. Yeah, I mean, I can I I can definitely see why that'll be something people are worried about at this point. Seeing him and the excitement and I know how we get over our guys. Um my only worry is who can we bring in that won't be as good as him, but someone who we can trust off the bench. So here his his Here's one of the things though because I kind of he would be excellent off the bench. Like if he's a bench player, but you know who I I, I I don't want Kyrie Irving if we got this kid. Because Kyrie Irving dribbles for me, for what what if we're having KD, you don't need somebody who dribbles too much. 
that's why I like the whole when you guys were talking about it being Damon Lillard. He he's like more of a creator, an IQ player. I think that I think that uh, I think that Kyrie is much more of a dribbler, and he feels like he has he needs the ball in his hand. And, I, and maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. I, you know, I nah, think that he dribbles a lot. He dribbles way too much. Yeah. He dribbles a lot, and he's like just doing a whole lot. And once he gets into, into dribble mode, he puts his head down, and it's like he's not gonna pass it. Right. It gets to the point where it's like I'm I'm gonna finish shaking this dude. I'm gonna spin. I'm gonna spin again. Come back through the legs, and then I'm gonna you know what I mean. And it's not like he's finished. But Dennis Smith, I just is hate not that playing against him. I guess I guess that's what it is. You rather have him than you rather have him. I mean, like, no, but who, who was it that put that post? Like, would you rather have uh, Irving or um, Walker? It, yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. There's not much of a difference besides age. It's not. It's not. Wait, who's younger? Kyrie. By about Kyrie three is years. younger. About yeah. three years. I I I love to watch um, Kyrie play, but I would take Kemba over him. I know that's not the popular thing to say, but that's just. I mean, if we talk in health, and if if, uh, if we talk about real New Yorker, he went to the high school with my man at Rice High School, right over there in Harlem. He looked like like he can play a role, though. You know what I mean? That's why I like him more than Kyrie because he can. He's a guard that you can he he can put him at the point guard spot, and you don't have to worry about him being a diva wanting to be the guy. That's why I would take him. That's why I would take him over um, Kyrie. But I love he wouldn't be that guy saying, "Yo, I'm the man here now. Give me the ball." Like at that play where Kyrie was uh, yelling at um, Gordon Haywood over there in, 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 in Boston. Well, he met. I guess he took the wrong. He he passed it to. Oh, to, I remember that. That was Tatum. at the end of the game. Yeah, he passed it to Tatum instead, and at the end of the game, he's like, "Yo, what are you doing?" Like, he, you know what I mean? But that's not the time for that. But the fact yeah, that yeah, he wait, even wait was going that far or that hard, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, pass it to me. It just, it doesn't matter if that was the play or even if that was the right play. It sounds selfish when you say pass it to me. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter why. It, you could have been wide open. Saying pass it to me just sounds <laughs> selfish. <laughs> well, that was the whole thing KD got into it with, with Draymond, but it made sense. No, Draymond did something Draymond dumb. Draymond bugged out. He yeah, did Draymond something dumb because he wasn't running a play. Right. Gordon, he was just like, Gordon Hayward run, ran the play wrong, right. you know what I'm saying? And it still got a, a, a good shot out of it. He just missed. Right. You know what I mean? This dude just playing Draymond. I don't know what he he came up the court, did something dumb. The yeah, ball rolled off his foot. Or something like that. Yeah, like what are you what are you doing? Like what are you doing? Like I would have said the same thing. Like I'm the, probably the best scorer in this league. You better yeah, because he ball. was clapping for it. You saw KD was like, "Yo, yeah. this is give me that." And you trying to run the ball up the court and then make a mistake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's yeah, what kind of made that whole situation with him and Draymond kind of corny to me because Draymond retaliated, knowing he was wrong. You know what I'm saying? I think he just was like, yo, don't holler at me like that. I know I messed up. Like, Yeah, more. that's what it was. That's all it was. I feel like, yeah, that pride, like, like yeah, yeah, I get it, my man, but come on, shut up with the whole <laughs> Like, yeah, man, know. yeah, but shut up. I'm loyal over yeah. here. You don't even need, you leaving yeah. it here. You, like, you, know you here because of me. Yo, yeah. son, but that's, imagine that. Like, you in a game, you make a mistake, and somebody yell at you like, yo, you should have did that. You're like, yo, you leaving next year. Like mm. it, it sounds like really is that what that's you like, brought like, up? That's like that's like that's like the kids. That's like the kids. Yeah, yeah. That's like, like the kids. The kids who say, but you, but he started it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it seemed like. But Kyrie, on, uh, as far as it being, you felt like that was a little bit more on some. 
yo, give me the rock, no matter what. Yeah, because it was it, like, it it looked like it didn't look the like right yo, that was in play. my hands. Yeah, because right. he didn't. <laughs> but isn't know. that the reason why he? Left Cleveland with playing with LeBron because LeBron was the star and he wanted to. He wanted to, to get these stars, right? Yeah. Is, is, is that the reason why he left? Because supposedly, it just... well, it was playing under LeBron. I think we're seeing now why it's so hard to play under LeBron, being on his team, um, with the the things that the Lakers are going through right now. Uh, they're having problems with LeBron's efficiency on the defensive end. Him being a leader, him consistently having the right attitude so that the chemistry isn't tainted. That's the big problem that they're having over there right now. And I think that was an issue that was undermined in Cleveland. And something that Kyrie said, I'm going to hurry up and get, excuse me, I'm going to hurry up and get out of here. Because I don't think it was just that. I think he knew, all right, this guy is going to run the ship and he's going to leave. And then we're going to be left we're to stuck for whatever we yeah. get. Yeah, after we're going to be leave. all the way out here in Cleveland. Yeah. So he's like, um, this might not be the best decision for my future to stay here. Because I know this guy is leaving. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, he knew he was leaving. So, you know, and then it was evident after they made that trade at the deadline. After they made that trade at the deadline with the Lakers, and they traded basically everybody on that team, I was like, yeah, he's out. There's no reason for him to stay here. I don't even. I don't care if he goes all the way to the finals, which he did and got swept. He's leaving that team. So it was something that I think Kyrie saw, and Kyrie was like, "Yeah, I want out of here." So I don't think it was much about him wanting to be the, star the guy point. as gotcha. much. Yeah, I just think it was. I want to make sure my career is good, which is kind of the reason why he's not settled in at in Boston right now, is because he wants to make sure his career is good. He's not sure if Danny Ainge is gonna. You know, if he can trust Danny Ainge with his career at this point, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's a that's a legit worry. You got somebody like Danny Ainge who will trade you at the drop of a dime if he has the right deal. Yeah, right. of course I'd be worried. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, I, especially I if you don't have a Carmelo had that no trade clause, right? You know, yeah, you know that no trade clause is the is the ticket, right? So I'm me. If you asking me, I I I don't blame Kyrie for wanting to leave Cleveland. Um, I don't blame him for wanting to leave Boston. I don't blame him for wanting to go to New York. I just think that there are options that are, might be better than Kyrie in New York. I'd love but, him. I'd take him if he comes. <laughs> do you think Do you think he played good with my man? All right, now we got to clap. clap it up for my man, Damian Dodson. Damian Dodson. That's and and it's crazy because you were just saying, yo, we don't have any shooters, da 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 and then yo, he came out. And, and he's like, yo, and, and I remember as soon as he said, as soon as he started shooting, it was the other night when he, we played against the Timberwolves. Minnesota, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, he came out, he had straight. 18, yeah, he had 11, uh, first 11 points. He had 18 points in the first quarter, finished with 20 in the whole game. But, okay, cool, it doesn't matter, he came out lights out. Yeah. The first thing I thought about was like, yo, Ricky did. He was definitely saying Damian Dyson. You know what I'm saying? And right, Damian has been on fire. And it's crazy because he he mentioned um, our podcast at the uh, end of the game. He was just he like, did. yo, um, guard up Nick said um, Nick's don't got any shooters, so I had to come out here and, and show them that we do. <laughs> I respected that. He didn't have to say that, but I nah. say, I, I appreciate the shout that, out. That's why we got to keep doing this because you know what I mean. Yeah, but that boy is like he is like the, the New York version of, <laughs> of, of, of Clay. He's like the New York version of Clay Thompson. Like the what I like to the, 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 the T. This is one of the things that I actually liked about Damian Dotson because you know but he can dribble. Him, 
Yeah, yeah, right. He could dribble. He like the thing I like about him. When I first first saw him, I was like, "Yo, this kid is not afraid to shoot the rock." He's no. not coming yeah. in there, from, and he's yeah, yeah from, from college. He's like, but he's that was pulling. that was his rep. That was his uh, um, reputation. His, his reputation. I'm I'm off tonight. What's going I got on? you. Got you. Keep going. Thank on. you. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, his reputation was was the shooter at Houston when he was a, uh, he played at Houston, and um, I think the reason why he went so far. Was because of I think something happened with uh, accusations of him with another female in college, and something happened that tainted his his draft stock. Nothing um, to do with the game, though. Nothing to do with the game. All right, so that's his stupid. numbers were amazing. He was one of the best shooters in college history, I believe. And in, in the coming out of that draft, this is something that was known. Um, they felt he fell to us in in the second round, and from that moment, I said this kid needs to play. And that's when I remember we had um, Hornacek, and he was not trying to play the dude. And I remember that one game, he came out, and he had 31 and 10 rebounds. And I'm like, see, this is the guy that's on your bench, and this is why you're going to get fired. You know what I'm saying? Because how can you not see this kind of potential? You know what I mean? Just how can you not see that? If we're sitting at home, if I can tell you this kid is talented. From our couch. From my couch, I can tell you that. You see this guy in practice every day and he's sitting on the bench? How does that make sense? Because if you talk about minutes, let's look at if I don't really want to do it right now, but the minutes that he played last year compared to the minutes he's playing this year, oh, my God. You kidding me? I, I'm, I'm one to believe that if Hornacek would have simply played a little bit more Nilakina and Dotson, he'd still be the coach somehow. Yeah. Just because, all right, we found some diamonds in the rough. That's how, that's why Fisdale will always have a good attachment to his name. Because even though we're losing a whole lot of games, we got a whole lot of good to, to, to that's coming from all of these losses somehow. Yeah. Somehow it's happening. So people can't really, you know, crap on Fisdale as much as they really want to. You know, I mean, I know he's, he's his lineups are shaky. I don't understand the Knicks fans that get mad at his lineups but then say they want to tank. It just doesn't fit. You can't get mad yeah, at the guy. Those, those people you can't listen to. Man. Yeah, because it's like, I'm gonna, I, I want us, why is he playing these lineups? These lineups make no sense. We're not winning games. But then you want us to go get Zion. Right. It's, you know what I mean? Pick, you know, pick your poison. You know what you're asking for. So... Um, I think I think back to Dotson. Dotson played an amazing game last night. Twenty-seven points. He had eight threes. Um, and and this is from first quarter all the way to the fourth quarter. And it's something that I heard. Uh, what's his name? Dennis Smith Jr. say at the uh, at the end. No, 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 no. Dotson himself said it. He said before the game. Dennis Smith Jr. told me. He said, "I'm gonna be looking for you. So so just be ready." See, yo, that's leadership right there. Shooter, man, and you tell him that. Man, what do you think Clay Thompson's been doing his whole career? You know what I'm right. saying? I, I'm gonna look for you. Don't worry, I'm gonna look for you. Okay, I ain't gotta. All right, cool. I'm gonna. Right. I'll, I'll wait. You know, if you mean to tell me I don't gotta go get my shot, I could just stand here and shoot it. I'll take that all day, and for a shooter, and that's something that he wants to do, like. I don't know what all of these other guards have been doing. Moutier is a great backup guard, but for some reason, he's not good at passing. You know what I'm saying? Which is something that was weird because I remember Fisdale saying that 
uh, in the beginning of the season, in the, in the summer league. Was it summer league? No, in um, training camp. He was saying he's been our best guard. He hasn't turned the ball over. Which right. he still he, he he was our best guard, clearly. But he he does he does turn the ball over at a high rate still. He doesn't pass well. So these are the things like, you know, we were talking about earlier. Him being in the game versus Dennis Smith Jr. being in the game. And it's like last night, why did it seem like Moutier was in the game a lot. I mean, Moutier, and let's not let's not let's not crap on Moutier too much. Moutier definitely, he had a good game last night. I'll give him that. He had 19 points, and I think about Moutier, Moutier looked great. Like I said before, it looked like he had his his career was on the line or something. Yeah, that's that's what it looked like, and that's this is the kind of games you're gonna get from guys who are scared. You know what I'm saying? Like. He didn't even look like, yeah, man, because it didn't even look like it was a movie-style game. That's the end of part one of episode six. Part two will be coming to you very shortly. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the God of Knicks podcast. Peace.